The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, for the thinking point today, we're looking at these numbers in terms of those that are vying for uh, to contest in the local government elections. So let's just look at some of those numbers very quickly. The IEC saying that they are very f- processing so far around 60,000 candidates that have put their names up for different seats that are available. Keep in mind that there are only 10,000 seats that are actually available for the taking. We then have over 270 political parties so far that have been processed. So this is based on the numbers that um, were out yesterday. So these numbers could well have increased as some of the processing um, in the different regions is concluded. So over 270 political parties that are contesting the elections. And so far, the number of independent candidates rising from 855 in 2016 to 944 in 2021. And again, this number subject to change because those final numbers have not yet been publicized. More of that uh, processing is still taking place. But we're looking at at least a hundred, an increase of a hundred independent candidates that are also vying for positions in the local government elections. Dr. Nunzikila Lo Breakfast, a senior lecturer in history and politics at the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University, and joins me now. Dr. Breakfast, good morning. Thank you very much for having me. I'm just looking at these numbers, and, you know, we, we currently have more political parties contesting for these elections than we do municipalities in this country. What does this all mean? Well, um, first of all, um, local government has a long-standing history of a mixed bag of uh, electoral um, uh, systems, namely the PR system and uh, first past uh, the post. So the issue of having individuals contesting um, by themselves at local government level is not a new uh, phenomenon. But I think that maybe has been made worse by the ruling of the Constitutional Court um, last year, that you know, people now can uh, contest um, uh, individually um, in general, uh, you know, and that also applies to uh, the general uh, elections. The other issue is that uh, local government is an important sphere of government because it is in the front line of service uh, mm. uh, uh, delivery. Um, and municipalities have not been doing what um, they should have, which is to promote uh, development for um, everyone. Uh, it must be borne in mind that uh, the role of uh, municipalities is not only to collect uh, the garbage, but it is to grow uh, the economy, to promote uh, development, to uh, create jobs, um, and so on. So some people have taken it upon themselves to make a change for uh, the better. Lastly, and most uh, importantly, you know, the salaries which are paid uh, at local government level, they are good. Um, and they are also lucrative tenders which uh, are given. Uh, mm. So some people, they see municipalities as a terrain of personal uh, 
accumulation to amass wealth and also to live a, um, a good life. We're going to continue the conversation with Dr. Nzikelelo Breakfast, who's a senior lecturer in history and politics at the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University. Uh, heard what he said there, you know, talking about the fact that some people see it as actually as an opportunity for a lucrative job to be able to live a lucrative life. And unfortunately, to a large extent, that has been true for our local government. What do you look for in candidates with 60,000 options, and I know that that's broken down into wards and, uh, you know, it, it varies depending on which ward you are in. But what are you looking for in candidates when you actually decide who to vote for? It's 9.30 and Musa is standing by with your latest news headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. We continue the conversation on the talking point. I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006 on any of the issues on the agenda. Of course, you can raise something else on the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. That's where you can send your messages and WhatsApp voice notes too. And on Twitter, it's SAFM at SAFM Radio. That is and the hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Dr. Nzikelelo Breakfast is still with us for our thinking point. So, Dr. Breakfast, you know, when when you hear this high number of independent candidates that are contesting this this election, one has to then go back to the history and perhaps look at 2016 being the latest Mm -hmm. uh, election at the success rate of these independent candidates. So where are the areas where independent candidates have been successful and are they particular reasons why is there a pattern if i can put it that way that leads to success for independent for independence well the the beauty of uh, first past uh, the post or the beauty of electing um, an individual is that that person accounts to his or her uh, constituency directly so it's easy to hold that person uh, accountable than a person who is imposed by um, a political party who might be compromised or who might be imposed simply because the person belongs to the right uh, faction, despite the fact that the person might not have what it takes to get the job done. Um, So there have been uh, instances whereby some leaders uh, who are imposed on uh, communities are not the right ones, and then, you know, people then take it upon themselves to stand uh, individually and win um, over those uh, candidates who are standing on behalf of uh, political uh, parties. It, it's also quite hard for independent candidates to be able to distinguish and differentiate themselves um, from what the plethora of other parties that exist in their communities could be, especially because often they don't have the kind of resources that are needed to run uh, an efficient campaign. Of course, of course, uh, Kathy. You know, uh, you don't win, Kathy, um, elections because you've got a good message. In order to win elections, you have to have money, whether you like it um, uh, or not. So, so you are um, on point there that uh, sometimes people who stand um, uh, individually, they don't have the uh, resources to uh, campaign and also convey a, a good uh, message. 
Despite the fact that we have, again, over 270 political parties that are contesting these elections, we still have basically three, maybe four key parties in, in this country. And of course, one of those parties has a hold on, on the majority. Why is that? Because it's not that people are, are short of options. It's not. I mean, you've got <laughs> two hundred and uh, over two hundred and seventy options to pick from. <laughs> well, you know, the two thousand and sixteen uh, election um, showcased that one party dominance is a thing of. Uh, the past because the ANC was dealt with a blow because it had a, a downward electoral uh, uh, trajectory. Um, so I think the, 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 the future now is you know power uh, sharing, in particular in urban uh, uh, spaces. But it must be borne in mind that the greatest advantage of the ANC is its collective memory. That's why people vote for the ANC. People don't vote for liberation movements because liberation movements have a track record of uh, getting the job done. You know, people vote for liberation movements because liberation movements, um, they have, you know, liberation credentials. They were um, uh, in the trenches and so on. And some people still vote in relation to party loyalty. Um, not because the party has what uh, it takes to uh, to get the job done, uh, but of late, I, I think the um, uh, 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 the ANC has been affected by issues of uh, institutionalization of uh, corruption, chronism, and uh, factionalism, and I think their support is uh, uh, shrinking. But the the base of the ANC in the main is in rural areas. Why? Because, in my opinion, I think there is a, a relationship between traditional leaders and the ANC because a lot of traditional leaders are on the payroll of government and in return they bring the votes. That's why uh, normally the ANC loses uh, votes in urban centers as opposed to uh, rural uh, areas. When we look at our voting population versus the number of people who actually vote, if South Africans were truly determined about, you know, changing the the helm of power in this country, mm-hmm. um, those who, who don't vote could well be able to do that, but they don't do it. Is that because, the, you know, they they feel that there isn't anybody else to actually vote for, despite the fact mm-hmm. that we have no shortage of political parties that are offering a plethora of options. Yeah, um, uh, 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 political behavior, you know, doesn't change overnight. It, 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 it takes a long time to change the the political psychology of uh, the uh, um, electorate. Um, in my view, there are different categories of uh, the uh, electorate. You have the, the, the die-hard, you know, supporters of uh, uh, political uh, parties, you know, even though the political party might be taking the country um, uh, uh, to the dogs, some will vote for that party. Mm-hmm. And then you get other people who vote in relation to public policy um, issues. Um, uh, I call them the rational uh, 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 voters, then you get other people who are uh, not sure, who are uh, sympathizers 
you know, um, they vote in relation to uh, the trends um, and so on. But I think the, the, the majority of the electorate in this country are the diehard uh, supporters who vote in relation to uh, loyalty and mm. uh, ideology. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Dr. Nsikelelo Breakfast, Senior Lecturer in History and Politics at the Nelson Mandela, uh, Mandela Metropolitan University. So, as a voter... What are you going to do? What is your approach in terms of choosing who to vote for at local government? What is going to inform that process for you, given all of these options that you are presented with? And I suppose also given the dire state of local governance in this country, do you want to vote in a way that results in coalitions in where you live, where you come from? Are you going for the independent candidates because you'd rather trust them than to believe in the collective of parties and what they're offering? I'll take those views on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 0614-104-107 and at SFM, uh, on Twitter rather, at SFM Radio, the hashtag SFM Talking Point. I'd also love to hear about the different ways in which political parties have been campaigning, what you have seen, what you have heard in your communities. To some of the thoughts coming through already on social media, Black Kuhuru uh, says, Kathy, unfortunately, uh, the MEC for KZN for Health, um, she is an MEC. We expect her to lead by example. You practice what you preach, uh, CC. So, Kathy Agahambe. So, uh, basically, this listener saying, well, um, she's got to go. She has to be suspended because uh, she is the MEC and she should have led by example. Uh, some of the messages that you're also sending through on the lines. Uh, okay, I'm losing all of the messages that you're sending through. It's moving through very quickly. So let's take a couple of WhatsApp voice notes and then I'll take your calls in a moment.